Well, hey there. Welcome to the People Gardener podcast. I'm Rhonda Delaney, your host, also known as the People Gardener. Thrilled to put this podcast together to help small business owners, new business owners, frustrated business owners, and aspiring leaders, whether they're inside business or outside. Each week, we bring you some actionable steps so that you can actually improve your skill as a leader. That's what we're about. We're here to help you become a better leader by giving you access to lots of different perspectives. The guests are varied. We're thrilled to have them. Get out your pen, get out your paper, and be ready to learn. Every single episode, you're going to be able to take something away that you can implement. Are you ready? Let's get to work. Really excited to have our guest today who's going to share over 27 years of highly engaged and practical experience. He has been with the Marine Corps Infantry all the way to C-suite executives. His evolving knowledge and experience has made him a phenomenal leadership practitioner. Uh, he has a bachelor's degree in computer science and a master's degree in leadership. And he prides himself on leveraging his unique combination of education, skills, and experience to harness the greatness within his clients, his students, and unleash the possibilities of their leadership potential. He's a coach, he's an author, he's a leader, and this is the part that touches my heart. He's a servant. So welcome, Michael. Thank you so much, Rhonda. It's a real honor to be a part of the podcast. I'm super excited. Uh, I am a leadership nerd and, and I can talk about it all day long as you'll soon, soon find out. Uh, but I'm just really honored to speak with you and your audience, especially in the context of Leadership Simplified, because I'm a true believer leadership can be simplified. And so I'm just thrilled to be a part of the podcast. Thank you so much for the invite. Oh, thrilled to have you here. And when I sent the request off for Michael to be part of this podcast, I asked the question uh, about the title. What would we title this? And when he came back, it was the golden rule of leadership, the key principle to face the most difficult of leadership situations. So Michael, it's your turn now to explain what you mean about that and, and unwrap what that means for sure, our sure. new emerging leaders. Sure. Thanks so much for that. Yeah. yeah I mean, uh, for me, anytime I'm asked that question, what's the one thing that you want to teach or, or something like that? And, and the one principle I can promise you will be in every single bit of my leadership content is what I call the golden rule of leadership. And it's because I have discovered that this rule, one, it's simple. Uh, now, note it's simple, but I'm not saying it's easy, but it is simple. Um, and you'll notice that it's simple, but I can guarantee you that it will get you as a leader through any situation, especially the difficult situations. And it will ensure that you as the leader are doing right by the situation, but also right by the person that you happen or people that you happen to be leading at the time. And so the golden rule, it, a lot of people know uh, and can quote, if you will, the golden rule, and it's simply treat others 
the way you would want to be treated. And it's really that simple. Treat others the way you would want to be treated. But it's so powerful and so important. In a, in a lot of my leadership coaching and teaching, when we get to a Q&A type uh, session, I will almost always be asked by someone in the crowd a question along the lines of, how would you deal with a situation like blank, right? Fill in the blanks. So how are you going to deal with a situation where you have a disgruntled employee? How are you going to deal with a situation where you got a, a rock star in performance, but he's bringing morale down in the team? You know, how are you going to deal with a situation where you got to fire someone? What are you know, fill in the blank? But the questions are always in the context of how would you deal with this situation? And I know you're never supposed to do this, but I always do it. I answer that question with a question. And I answer the question with how would you want to be treated in that situation? You know, if you were the rock star that had incredible performance, but you were destroying the morale of the rest of the team, how would you want to be treated in that situation? And as they think through that, they, well, of course I would want to know that. And, you know, I would want to be told that, you know, with some clarity and some examples. And I would want to be told that in private. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't want it to be said in front of everyone. And, you know, I would want to be respected and my dignity maintained. And, you know, so that person that asked me that question as they think through that. So here's what happens. And you can see it on a leader's face. When they first ask that question, you can just see angst and uncertainty all over their face. Well, how would you deal with this situation? And they just seem so perplexed. But when I asked them the question, how would you want to be treated in that situation? And as they verbalize that, as they think through that, you can actually watch the uncertainty just melt away from their face and their demeanor. And, you know, once they have thought through it and verbalized it, they're ready to then go take action. And because they are treating the others the way they would want to be treated, you know you're going in with the right attitude, the right spirit, and you know you're going to be doing right by the situation and the person that you're leading in that, whatever that situation is. It's helped me through so many tough situations. One, probably one of the greater challenges for emerging leaders, for new leaders, or as you like to lovingly call them, the rookie leaders, right? It's, there's, there's fear, there's uncertainty, there's all of these emotions that they're supposed to know how to do all of this stuff, right? And they get so wrapped up in that, that it's hard for them to take that step back and move into this golden rule and just right. quietly, calmly think about how they want the other person to feel at yes. the end of this conversation. Because you want to win that employee's, you, you want to win, um, how, do I, how do I say this? You want to win them as an employee. You yes. don't want to alienate them, right? Through this totally. process. So doing doing that stand back golden rule absolutely will help them, help them through. Yeah, love that. Yeah, you're so right. I mean, it, you know, let's let's just be frank. Leadership it, it can be difficult. It's simple, but it can be difficult, it can be hard and associated with leadership is a fair amount of fear and uncertainty, you know, and, and weight and burden, if you will, from 
responsibility. Now, let me be clear to say it is so worth it. Leadership is so worth all of that when you get to see other people win and succeed and a team grow and win and, you know, and thrive. It's so worth it, but it can be difficult. And, and so this idea that you have some fear as a leader, everyone faces that. No one is alone in facing fear as a leader. And you're exactly right in that resolving some of that fear is around emotional intelligence uh, and, and dealing with the, the, the going through the thought, thought process of determining how would I, like you were saying, how would I want to feel in this situation? How would I want to be treated in this situation? It's very much an emotional intelligence, a self-awareness exercise that we need to go through. Uh, but once we do, it so clearly directs the actions that we take and how we take them uh, because it's so simple and so powerful. And, you know, some of the angst that I know some leaders feel is sometimes they just, well, I just don't even know how to address this situation. But then other times they might get wrapped up in, well, how would that person want to feel in this situation? And there's actually a principle, a a leadership principle out there that's called the platinum rule. And it sounds a lot like my golden rule, but the platinum rule says treat others the way they would want to be treated. Well, the struggle I have with the platinum rule is that's a utopia that I just don't believe exists. Uh, I've been married, my wife and I have been married for 25 years. I believe I have a really, really good and close and personal relationship with my wife after 25 years. But there are situations in life where I'm not sure I know how she would want to be treated in certain situations. I can think of situations in the the past recent years where I know "Hmm, I didn't really handle that the best way I could. Um, And so that utopia of the platinum rule, treat others the way they would want to be treated. I just don't believe it exists. And so I don't want leaders to try to go after that. Instead, it's really, really simple to just sit back and think, well, how would I want to be treated? in that situation. And again, when you, when you use the golden rule, you know, you're going into the situation and you're going to lead in a way that's doing right by that person in that situation. Treating somebody how you believe that they would want to be treated opens up a whole Pandora's box of assumptions. Of course. And yes, assumptions exactly right. are not a good place to to be and a good place to base any of right. your decision or thoughts on about how you're going to how you're going to handle something. You're ex- you're exactly right. There's a tremendous amount of a, assumption in that. And and you know, like I said, I, I just don't I'm not a big believer in the idea that especially in a in a work environment that you can get to a relationship such that you know exactly how that person would want to be treated. And probably the worst thing that you can do is misinterpret how they would want to be treated and then treat them that way. And, and they would prefer to be treated in a totally different way. Um, okay. And so, okay, so what are, what are some of the thought processes or the, the steps around this, this golden rule, this first part? Um, if the, the new emerging leader takes that step back and they start thinking what are some of the questions they need to ask themselves or look at? Well, you know, the first thing I think I would say there is, especially given my experience with this, and it, it actually took me accidentally utilizing the golden rule a few times before I really understood and believed in the power of the golden rule. 
Uh, I mean, it, again, it sounds so simple. We'll just treat people the way I would want to be treated. It sounds so simple. Uh, in certain situations, it can be, it can be hard. It can be difficult, uh, but it sounds so simple. And so because it is simple, we tend to kind of gloss over and say, yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, but you know, the first thing I would ask the audience to do is just really understand and believe in the power of the golden rule. Because, you know, as you were saying earlier, in a lot of those situations, you are, your desire is to um, educate or to grow that person. Uh, but your desire is also to maintain a good relationship with that person, have a good working relationship with that person to see that person do more or do better. Or maybe your intention is to properly recognize and reward that person, whatever it is, right? You're wanting to end with a really, really good relationship. And, and I can, you know, I won't get into details, but I'll just tell you, I've been in situations where I've had to lay people off. And because I was so, so adamant to apply the golden rule to that situation, I actually, ha I've had people, number of people that in the midst of that conversation tell me, look, this, you know, this is bad. I hate this. It's, you know, this sucks essentially, but I understand the reason you made the decision you did. And thank you for spending the time with me. You've had, I, I mean, who does that? Who has people thank them after they've had the conversation around laying them off? And you'll only get to that result if you use the golden rule. So understand it and first and foremost, understand it and believe in the power of the golden rule. It is very, very powerful. Very good. Very good. Okay. So one of the um, things that, that I have asked of each of my guests is to, to come up with three simple actionable steps that right. a new leader can take. And my, the, the reason for this is I want new leaders to feel supported. I want sure. them to have things that they can do every day while they're at, at work, whenever that may be, that yes. will help them in this journey because yes. there's no question it's an up and down journey it's a it's a feel great and then feel oh man i didn't handle that as well as i could have type right. of thing so the more support they have the more likely it is that overall they are going to be growing and thriving and becoming better leaders so i know you have three wonderful steps here so i'm going to let you tell them about them well, good. Yeah. Thanks so much for asking that question. I so appreciate that question, Rhonda, because I am a task oriented person. And so I want a list, I want a bullet list and I want to be able to check things off, but also, you know, I'm the type of person that when I learn something new, my very next question is how, okay, well, how do I do that? What do I now go do? Right? Because again, I want a bullet list of things and I've already shared uh, number one here with the audience uh, that I would, offer in that checklist of three items. The first thing I would say again, is just understand and believe in the power of the golden rule. But the second thing I would recommend is that you be intentional and proactive about considering and even writing down. There's something very, very powerful about writing down your thoughts related to how you would want to be treated in certain situations. Here's where I see uh, leaders fail in the use of the golden rule. They understand the principle, they believe the principle, but they go into it thinking in the heat of the moment, I can just think of how I would want to be treated in that situation. 
you know, when emotions are running high or when there's pressure for action or pressure for decision or something like that, we as leaders, we think we can just kind of make that up on the fly, how we would want to be treated. And unfortunately, it just doesn't work that way. I mean, emotions get to running rampant and they take over our logical thinking brain and so forth. And so it's very, very important that ahead of time, if you will, you are intentional and proactive about thinking about certain leadership situations. And we tend to think about the most difficult of situations. And then we just, you know, we journal and we write it out. How would we want to be treated in this situation? And I'll share it with your, your audience a little bit later, but I have a worksheet that I actually offer and recommend to use. And, and so what it does is it, it just kind of narrates several different uh, scenarios. And then it asks you the question and gives you the space to how would you want to be treated in this situation? And, and you write it out. And then there's space for you to make up other scenarios and situations as well. But it's just really, really important that we think ahead of time and we write those things down so that when those situations then do arise or one similar to it, it's kind of muscle memory at that point, right? We just, we just kind of respond the way that we've already written down and journaled rather than trying to make it up on the fly as our emotions are flying and that type of thing. So second number, step number two that I would share is just intentional and proactive consideration of leadership scenarios and a journaling of how you would want to be treated in that situation. Is, is one of the um, possible ways of um, working on that step, thinking about your journey in life up until this point and scenarios that didn't sit well with you. Oh, absolutely. Right? I mean, rather than, rather than trying to come up with, okay, well, if this happened, this is what I would want. What about starting? Right. Here's some of the things that have happened in my life that I, I felt yucky after them right? and, and start there. Oh, absolutely. That, that is, that is perfect. And in fact, I'll just tell you that, the worksheet that I offer, all of those scenarios are, are scenarios from my past at some point in time. And so, uh, you know, when you can look back and, and, and kind of narrate those experiences that you've had in the past, maybe you handled them perfectly and you handled them the way you should have, or maybe you didn't. Uh, but regardless, think of those scenarios that you've had in your past. And, and then again, well, how would I want to be treated in this situation if that were me and journal that out? Uh, another great source is other people. You know, some leaders don't have years and years of experience to think back on and, and consider scenarios. So maybe it's a mentor you have or a coach that you have. Maybe it's friends that you have, uh, family members that might have been in leadership situations. And the thing to do is just kind of pick their brain, ask them, you know, what are some tough leadership situations you've been in before? Just have them describe that to you. Uh, you don't necessarily need to, you're not necessarily asking them, tell me something you failed at or whatever, but what are some Tell me about some of your interesting leadership situations you've been in, and now you have a new scenario, and you just sit back and think, well, how would I want to be treated? And, and again, there's something very powerful about writing out how you would want to be treated, because I believe then it kind of turns it into that muscle memory that we're talking about. Uh, so lots of, lots of places you can go and get those scenarios. Okay. And number three. Yeah. And then number three, I would say is, is just this, this is where the rubber meets the road now. And, and that's just have the courage to apply the golden rule. You know, I'll just tell you straight up. Sometimes it doesn't feel comfortable to apply the golden rule, especially in the corporate setting. You know, a lot of times we find ourselves in these 
these HR storms where we're told, well, you can't do that and you can't say this and you can't say that. And, and yeah, there's, there's boundaries there that you gotta be aware of and so forth. But applying the golden rule doesn't always just feel natural and comfortable and easy. Uh, but to, in my opinion, it's the only principle that assures that you're doing right by yourself. You're, you know, you're being, you know, you're holding up your own principles and morals and so forth. You're doing right by that person that you're having that situation with, that you're leading in that situation. And it's ultimately going to end up in, you know, a right outcome for whatever the situation is, right? So you're, you're just doing right by the whole thing uh, when you apply it, but it's, it's not always comfortable. It's not always easy. So you just got to have the courage to fight through that uncomfortableness and apply the golden rule regardless. Uh, and, and again, you'll come out with the, the best possible outcome, no matter what the situation is. Yeah. And understanding that every single human being is unique. We, we are not going to mesh necessarily with every right person out there, but they are still this wonderful, beautiful, unique human being that has strengths, that has ideas, that deserves to be listened to, to be, yes. deserves to be encouraged. And it's important. One of my um, taglines, I'll, I'll call it, I, I actually have three. Mm -hmm. First one is that leadership is simple. The second is that leadership is a verb. And the yes. third one is caring is your superpower. Yes. No, I love all three of those. When you, when you care about each individual person, do, your golden rule fix it, fits in so well with my own thought. Is yes. Care about them, about them thriving, about them doing well, about them being in the right spot. You minimize the potential for conflict, for these big situations, for these challenges, because they are happy and engaged in what they're doing. Totally agree. You know, it's, it's all rooted in, we, we feel, we want the best for ourselves, right? So we want our dignity remain, remaining and, and we want to be respected and we want to be valued. And we, and so if I apply the golden rule, then I'm automatically going to provide those same things for that other person. You know, again, every time I ask the question, well, how would you want to be treated in this situation? It doesn't matter what the situation is. I get the same list of responses, you know, dignity, respect, value, cared for, you know, uh, I would want somebody to be patient with me and oh, right, I get this kind of the same list. And that list is reflective of our own desires and needs as a person. And if we lead in a way that we ensure that we're, uh, you know, applying those same needs and desires to the people we're leading, then again, we just know we're doing right by that person in the situation. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Well, this has been awesome. These are three really solid steps that our emerging leaders can take. And um, just to let our audience know, Michael, uh, he is going to be putting something on his website specifically for our audience here. But before I move it over to him to, to tell you where, uh, where you can find that, 
He does have a Facebook page. Um, he has a couple of websites. He's on LinkedIn. He's on Twitter. All of those are going to be on the show notes so that the audience will be able to find you and start following you and gain more from you. If you wouldn't mind just letting them know where they can go. Um, yeah, I will certainly make sure that this page is up and available to everyone before you air the podcast, but you can go over to credibleleaders.com forward slash leadership simplified. Credibleleaders.com forward slash leadership simplified. I'll have a, a quick little uh, introductory video there for your audience, just introducing them uh, to me a little bit more. Uh, but then also I want to offer to your audience two different documents. One is that, um, that golden rule application worksheet that I talked about earlier. Um, so highly encourage our, the audience to, to get that and, and begin again, intentional and proactively considering the ways that you would want to apply the golden rule, how you would want to be treated in certain situations. Definitely do that. But also I have a PDF document that is really a reflection of probably 30 years or more of just gathering and collecting the leadership development resources that I've used over the years. And I go back to time and time and time again. And I know a lot of people learn in a lot of different ways. It might be books, it might be podcasts, it might be courses, whatever it might be. And so I've, I think it's about 20 different ways of learning leadership. And then inside of those 20 different ways, there's about 85 or so total uh, specific resources that I recommend. And so uh, again, it's just a reference guide. Uh, and I believe your audience will go back to that time and time again and, and just uh, glean leadership development from some of these great resources. So again, if you'll go over to credibleleaders.com forward slash leadership simplified, you'll find those resources uh, that's there. Awesome. Wonderful. I, I remember being a new leader. I was hungry for information any way I could get it. So this is awesome that you're offering another another way for them to get right. that information. So Michael Tanner, this has been absolutely wonderful. So glad you were able to come on and I will make sure that all of your contact information is in the show notes and my audience will be able to learn from you, through you, through your information on the website as well as in the show notes. So thanks again so much for joining no, thank us. You. Yeah, thanks again so much for the invite, Rhonda. I'm, I'm thrilled to be able to offer this and share this with your, your audience and serve them in any way that I can. So thanks so much for giving me the opportunity. Wonderful. Talk soon. Well, now, wasn't that informative? Thanks so much for listening to the People Gardener podcast. Please feel free to follow me on Instagram at the People Gardener and also on LinkedIn. It's Rhonda Delaney on LinkedIn. If you haven't already downloaded my 25 ways to be interested, the core foundational element of leadership, go to rondadelaney.com forward slash workbook. It's a workbook and a challenge. Thanks so much again for listening. We'll see you again next week.